I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello? Hello? <clears throat> Podcast Network Asia. Hello and welcome to episode 63 of the 80%. Today, I'm sharing with you the audio recording of my talk during the Financial Fitness Forum 2021. My topic was how to start any business with zero capital. So, kung gusto mong magnegosyo pero wala kang pera, then this episode is for you. Are you ready to listen and learn? Let's go! Hi, my name is Fitz Villafuerte. I'm a registered financial planner and the host of this podcast where we talk about the mindset, habits, and strategies you need to achieve financial success. Thank you for tuning in and now on to the show. I am here today this afternoon to discuss with you how to start any business with zero capital. Just a short introduction about myself. Of course, I am a registered financial planner. That's why I'm one of the speakers today. And I am also a content creator. But before I became a registered financial planner, before I became an, uh, a content creator, I am first and foremost an entrepreneur. And yung experiences ko as an entrepreneur Yan talaga ang aking i-share sa inyo this afternoon. Yung experiences ko as an entrepreneur, it started back in 2003. That was the time when I resigned from the corporate world and explored the world of freelancing and then later on entrepreneurship. Through all these years, marami na akong naitayo na negosyo and a lot of them actually failed. Some of the businesses that I tried is ito, bake goodies business. I have a friend na ang galing-galing mag-bake. Sabi ko, but hindi natin gawing negosyo yan? So that, is a, that was a success until yung friend ko ay nag-move on at mayroon ng ibang gustong gawin. But during that time, it was uh, very successful. Medyo marami kaming binabenta no, ng mga bake goodies. I also tried uh, putting up a software development company. So this one, this was one of the mild failures. Bakit siya mild failure? Because I was able to run it for around two years until I decided na it's not really worth it anymore. Particularly because hindi rin naman talaga IT or computer science ang aking academic background. So I was really finding it hard to keep up with the uh, competitors and uh, during that time talagang very fierce pa yung competition when it comes to software development so this was something na i decided na it's not really worth it anymore ito ito ang total failure na business na sinubukan kong itayo yung mag- magazine publication along with some friends from college nagtry kami magputap ng magazine and 
sobrang gulo niya, we didn't really find uh, advertisers for the magazine even. No? We were able to put out just one uh, issue, tapos we called it quits. And there were a lot of factors why that business failed. Isa sa mga pinaka-successful kong business is yung computer gaming shop. I consider myself lucky kasi naabutan ko yung pagsikat ng Dota tsaka Ragnarok and it was really great timing for me. And this was one of the businesses that really helped me grow my wealth, yung aking computer gaming shop. And yung kinita ko sa computer gaming shop, siya yung nag-fund ng aking business center. So this was an offshoot of my my computer gaming shop business yung photocopying center, typing job, etc., school and office supplies. When I started blogging and I saw the rise of social media, I also tried putting up a digital marketing agency. So again, this was one of the businesses that failed and naisip ko rin na siguro if I really took the time to learn digital marketing, I might have been able to grow this into a uh, sustainable and profitable business. But times were different back then. My priorities were different. So I also decided na hindi na rin ito, ito ituloy. So marami pa akong mga negosyo na tinayo, both big and small. A lot of them failed. Some of them are successful. But at present state, I am very proud of the two businesses that I am currently managing. So one of the businesses that I am busy managing today is yung Wealth Archie, which is a financial planning and consultancy firm. But I also have a tech startup, which is 199jobs.com. So 199jobs.com is a freelancer platform and micro jobs marketplace. So these are the two businesses that are keeping me busy. And I would like to formally start this talk with defining, when it comes to starting a business, what exactly is capital? A lot of us, ang iniisip natin pag sinabing kapital, it's really just about the money. But hindi ito tama. When we say capital, there are two basic types of capital. You have the financial capital, which is yung pera. However, there are non-financial capital. Mga pwede mong gamitin para magsimula ng negosyo. You have your intelligence, your skills, your talents, of course. Yung network mo yung mga kakilala mong tao, and even your social status, it can be used as capital for your business. Anong ibig sabihin ng social status? Isipin mo, kung ikaw ay isang artista at mag-iisip ka na magtayo ng isang negosyo, di ba, madali lang para sa'yo kasi maraming kang kakilala. Kahit na hindi pa formalized and registered yung business, I'm very sure, i-announce mo lang sa social media account mo na ay magbebenta ako ng pampaputing sabon sinong gustong umorder makakakuha agad ng order hindi mo pa nga ginagawa yung sabon so we have a lot of non-financial capital that we can use to put up a business so when we say that putting up a business without with zero capital what i really meant is you don't really need financial capital to start a business and i'll talk more about that in a while the question that I want you to ponder right now is, is capital important when starting a business? Importante ba na meron kang kapital? And the answer is yes. Kilangan mo ng kapital. You need capital to build a business, but you don't need financial capital to start a business. 
Again, you need capital to build a business, but you don't need financial capital to start a business. Having financial capital will just make it faster and easier to start. Mas madali magnegosyo kung meron kang pera, pero hindi mo talaga kailangan ng pera para magsimula. However, along the way, the reality is, eventually, kakailanganin mo ng pera para mapalago yung negosyo mo. So the question now is, again, the title of my talk, How do you start a business with zero capital? When I say zero capital, without financial capital. The most common mistake that new entrepreneurs do, ang napapansin ko, lalo na sa mga OFWs na lumalapit sa akin na gustong magnegosyo, they make the mistake of wasting time on saving for financial capital before starting a business. Ang una talaga nilang iniisip is, kailangan ko muna mag-ipon ng pera para meron akong kapital na pang negosyo. However, this is a mistake that you should avoid. Time is gold. Sayang yung oras na nag-iipon ka. Dapat nagsisimula ka ng mag-negosyo. Bibigyan ko kayo ng example. Meron akong OFW na lumapit sa akin. Sabi niya, tulungan ko daw siya na mag-conceptualize ng business niya. Kasi yun yung paraan niya para makauwi sa Pilipinas. Tinanong ko siya, ano ba yung naiisip niya na klase ng negosyo na gusto niyang itayo? Sabi niya gusto niya ng laundry shop. And sabi niya rin niya, nakapag-ipon na daw siya ng 1 million pesos para sa laundry shop. Two years daw niya pinaghirapan na ipunin yung 1 million pesos and excited na siya na magtayo ng laundry shop. So sinabi ko sa kanya, meron ka bang mga franchise businesses ng mga laundry shops na napagtanungan mo na? Sabi niya, wala pa raw. So tinulungan ko siya noon, nag-canvas kami, magkano ba mag-franchise ng isang laundry shop, and nakita namin na it will take around 650,000 pesos to put up, eh, to franchise a laundry shop. Nung nalaman niya yon, ang una niya sinabi sa akin, uy, 650,000 pesos lang pala. Sana pala last year na ipon ko na to, kasi last year nakaka-650,000 na yung ipon ko. So you realize na sayang yung oras. Dapat pala last year, nakapagsimula na siya mag-franchise ng business. Pero kasi, inuna niyang mag-ipon bago siya nag-isip kung ano ba yung business na gusto niyang itayo. So make sure that you avoid this mistake. Ang first step, ang totoong first step when you want to put up a business is this. When starting a business, the first step is to create a business plan. Yan talaga ang first step. Yan talaga ang dapat unang-una niyong ginagawa. Okay? So, marami akong nami-meet ng mga entrepreneurs na tinatamad gumawa ng business plan. Sabi ko, kung business plan pa lang, tinatamad ka na, what more pag itatayo mo na yung negosyo, di ba? So, why not start with creating a business plan and see if that business idea of yours is something that you will be excited, and passionate about for a long time. Some of the benefits of creating a business plan is, number one, it helps you see the whole picture. It forces you to analyze its feasibility, potential, and more importantly, how much capital you really need. 
Alam nyo ba yung kinikwento ko kanina na OFW na gusto mag-franchise or gusto magkaroon ng laundry shop? Nung nakalaman ko na 650,000 ang ang franchise ng isang laundry shop, sabi ko, alam mo ba dati, nag-try akong mag-put up ng laundry shop? And uh, let's see kung magkano ba yung kailangan mong kapital kung magdo-do it yourself ka. Total, meron namang mga seminars, mga business seminars on how to put up and Uh, manage a laundry shop. So, tining na namin, pinag-aralan namin, and we found out na kailangan lang niya ng mga around 300,000 para magtayo ng sarili niyang laundry shop. So, again, na-realize niya na 300,000, eh, mga six months after na nagsimula ako mag-ipon, nakuha ko na kagad yun. So, again, kung nagsimula siya sa pagsusulat ng business plan, which of course, kasama dyan yung pag-estimate kung magkano ba yung capital na kailangan mo. And that's also included in creating a business plan is imagining how your business will run so that you can estimate ano ba yung startup cost, ano ba yung magiging operating cost mo, etc. Then you will be able to have a better idea kung magkano ba talaga yung kailangan mong pera para matayo yung gusto mong negosyo. Another benefit of having a business plan is it gives you a roadmap to follow. See, it facilitates in creating your to-do list from product development to registration and grand opening. Meron akong kakilala na gustong magtayo ng cake shop and sabi ko, gawa ka muna ng business plan pero tinatamad daw siya. Malakas yung loob niya eh na simulan na natin to. So nagpa-register na siya ng business Uh, ginawa niya na yung mga signage niya, nagrenta siya ng, ng space, etc. However, along the way, since cake shop yung itatayo niya, that's food. So, hindi niya na-realize na kailangan niya palang kumuha ng, ng permit from BFAD kasi magbebenta siya ng pagkain. Pangalawa, syempre hindi naman pwedeng siya lang lagi yung nagbibake. So, na-realize na kailangan niya mag-hire ng assistant. Tapos, kailangan din niya pala talagang isulat yung mga recipes niya kasi kailangan consistent yung, yung lasa ng product niya. So, as she was trying to build that cake shop, marami siyang mga nadidiscover na kailangan gawin at nasasayang yung oras niya. Tumatakbo na yung renta niya dun sa place na hinulugan niya eh. Nagbigay na siya ng deposit. Pero hindi pa siya makapag-open kasi ang dami pa lang requirements sa kailangan gawin. So, kung ginawa niya yung business plan at the start, na-realize siya lahat itong to-do list niya and mas maayos yung kanyang mga ginagawa everyday. Mas naging maayos yung kanyang processes in building and growing that business. One of the best reasons for me why it's important to put up a business plan is it doesn't really require financial capital. Napakadali gumawa ng business plan in a sense na hindi mo talaga kailangan maglabas ng malaking pera para makagawa ng business plan. A good and simple business plan can be developed at low or zero cost at all. To convince you further na okay na magsimula tayo sa business planning when we want to put up a business are, according to Noah Parsons who wrote the article, Do you need a business plan? Scientific research says yes. Nakita niya na there are several studies that prove that there is an advantage of having a business plan. One of which is that 60% of people who develop a business plan are able to go through the process of developing the business and reaching 
their grand opening or launching the business. Marami akong nakita na gusto magnegosyo pero dun sa pag-register pa lang, dun sa pag-develop pa lang ng product, pag-iisip ng pricing, medyo nadi-discourage na sila at hindi nila natutuloy yung gusto nilang negosyo. However, if you write your business plan first, there is motivation for you to finish and see through the plan. So 60.3% of people who first write a business plan eventually open their business. Another very good reason why you would want to write a business plan or develop a business plan is that 66.7% of entrepreneurs get funding because they have a business plan. So para sa akin, isa talaga to sa mga best reasons why you need to have a business plan, lalo na kung wala kang pera, pantayon ng negosyo. Because writing and developing a business plan will show a potential investor na seryoso ka doon sa ginagawa mo kasi nagre-research ka, pinag-aaralan mo. You are trying to run your business on paper. And usually, when you approach an investor, ang kulang na lang talaga sa'yo is yung pera para sa itayo. So, when you are able to create and write a business plan, the chances or the probability of an investor giving you seed funding to open your business is significantly higher. Lastly, according to the studies that uh, the author of the article researched, yung mga businesses that developed a business plan, they eventually grow faster. So, hindi lang sila nakakapagbukas eventually, mas mabilis din silang lumago. 70.3% of businesses with a business plan grow faster than other businesses who started without a business plan. So, I hope these numbers are able to really convince you na kung gusto mo magnegosyo, the first real step is really to write and develop your business plan. So, if you want to get your feet wet into creating a business plan, you can research about the business model canvas if you're planning to put up a traditional business. Pag sinabi natin traditional business, tindahan, yung merong physical store, etc. But if you are leaning towards creating a tech startup, then you can definitely study the concept of creating a lean canvas. So itong business model canvas, itong lean canvas, these are very simple ways for you to get an overview of the business that you're trying to put up. At talaga makakatulong ito ng malaki sa inyo para mabigyan kayo ng direction and eventually be able to create and develop a full-blown business plan. Let's take a quick break from this episode because I want to tell you about eToro. If you want to invest and trade the global markets like U.S. stocks, commodities, forex, cryptocurrencies, and others, then check out eToro, my trusted multi-asset broker with an online community of millions of investors and traders from around the world. One of their coolest features is Copy Trader which allows you to copy other successful traders on eToro in just one click to easily automate your investing or trading. Sign up today and get $100,000 practice account. 
Just go to bit.ly slash open eToro account. That's bit.ly slash open eToro account. Again, that's bit.ly slash open eToro account. All small letters. Do you want to invest in real estate for as low as 1,000 pesos? Then check out Flint PH, the first tech-enabled, low-cost Philippine real estate crowdfunding platform that is made for investors who would like to invest in Philippine real estate properties. Flint provides a fixed and safe return on investment, especially for those looking to earn passive income. Flint is open to anyone at any time even to those who are based outside the Philippines. Sign up for a free account today and visit bit.ly slash flintph. That's bit.ly slash f-l-i-n-t-p-h. Again, that's bit slash flintph, all small letters. That's it. Now, let's go back to our episode. Okay, so let's just say na nagawa mo na yung business plan mo. Now what? So that's the question. I still don't have money to start my business. So ano nang gagawin ko? Meron na akong business plan, pero wala pa rin akong pera para itayo yung business. So moving forward, now that you have a plan, what can you do next? And I will give you two options. I will give you two routes that you can take. The first option that you have is of course, to work on raising the financial capital that you need. Ngayon na meron ka ng business plan, alam mo na exactly, meron ka ng very good estimate of how much money you need. So, it will be easier for you to bootstrap, meaning you can check your savings, you can see kung ano ba yung mga ari-arian mo na pwede mong ibenta, or probably you can redeem some of your investments so that you will be able to have the money that you need to put up the business. Of course, there's also the option to borrow money. Pwede nating lapitan yung mga kamag-anak natin na mayayaman or yung mga kaibigan natin na willing na mag- willing magpahiram ng ng pera para suportahan tayo sa negosyo natin. But of course, when we say borrow money, kasama na rin dito yung option na gamitin yung credit card natin probably to to buy the initial materials that we need to start the business or applying for a personal loan. I'm not sure if you can immediately apply for a business loan because usually financial institutions will grant a business loan if you're trying to already expand the business. Pero kapag nagsisimula ka pa lang, ang best chances mo for borrowing money is to apply for a personal loan or if you can borrow money with collateral. Okay? Pero para sa akin, kung may pang-collateral ka, see if that's something that you can just instead sell, di ba? Para hindi mo kailangang umutang at hindi mo kailangang magbayad ng interest. Of course, aside from borrowing money, lalo na sa mga kaibigan mo, why not just tell them to partner with you, di ba? So you can definitely find business partners 
Look for entrepreneurial friends who complement your strengths. Bakit ko sinabi na look for entrepreneurial friends who complement your strengths? Because if you're just beginning to start a new business, it will be very helpful to find business partners na kayang gawin yung mga hindi mo kayang gawin. What do I mean by this? I met a friend na balak niyang magbenta ng RTWs kasi mara- medyo fashionista siya. Tapos marami na daw siyang mga kakilala na supplier ng mga damit na gusto niya magbenta online. And then sabi niya, yung classmates daw niya nung college, yun yung mga balak niyang business partners. Pero yung mga business partners na kinuha niya, mga fashionista din, mga kapareho niya na mahilig sa damit. So sabi ko, you're trying to put up a business, you might as well partner with someone na marunong sa marketing, marunong sa packaging, marunong sa administrative work, probably someone who is also good with numbers, etc. So doon niya na-realize na, oo nga, no? And besides, kulang din daw talaga yung kanilang capital to put up a business kasi nga lahat ng initial inventory nila ay yung mga existing na mga pre-love na, na damit nila. Pero siyempre, you cannot just sell online. Sa dami na nagbebenta online, paano ka mapapansin? That's when she realized that she needed to partner with her cousin and yung cousin niya is a digital marketing specialist. Plus, meron ding ipon yung kanyang pinsan. So, yung initial capital ng business ng friend ko nanggaling dun sa pera ng pinsan niya. At yung pinsan niya, syempre, hindi niya, kay, hindi niya kailangang utangin yung pera because she invited yung cousin niya as a business partner who took care of the marketing of the initial sales and marketing strategies ng business so that they were able to put up an Instagram and an fa- and a Facebook store to sell yung mga damit. So, when you're looking for a business partner, you might as well look for someone who can help grow the business. Meron kang friend na gusto makipag-partner sa negosyo mo, pero feeling mo wala naman siya talagang madadalang ibang benefits dun sa business. You might as well, number one, just tell them na, I'll just borrow the money and pay you interest. Or, you can tell them na you can come in as a silent investor but uh, since you're not really bringing anything new to the table, we are planning na to just give you a minimum amount of share sa negosyo. So of course, this is already a different type of topic but I just want to share with you na kapag marami kayong magkakasosyo sa business, disadvantage na equal yung sharing niyo So, it's really important na ikaw, being the one who really thought of the business idea, dapat laging nasa'yo ang pinakamalaking share. It's a bit risky to put up a business with other people na lahat kayo equal sharing. So, make sure being the one who originally thought of the idea, you will eventually end up with majority of the shares. I think that is quite fair. Lastly, and uh, one of the reasons that I was able to put up my computer shop business was because of this, finding seed investors. You can secure funding from a venture capitalist or an angel investor. Sa panahon ngayon, lalo na kung gusto mo magtayo ng tech startup, maraming mga opportunities for you to pitch your 
business idea sa mga venture capitalists or VCs and mga angel investors. There are organizations, there are even competitions, mga business plan competitions and mga tech startup events where you can pitch your business idea and hopefully you will find someone, a company or an individual who is willing to give you seed funding to put up your business. In my experience, yung computer shop business ko, wala akong nilabas na pera doon. Bakit? I actually created a business plan and napakita ko siya dun sa kaibigan ng tatay ko. And yung kaibigan ng tatay ko, he actually had some extra money that he wanted to invest in a business. Ang plano niya noon mag-franchise eh. Pero na-impress siya dun sa binigay kong business plan na sabi niya, pinag-isipan mo na to ng mabuti, no? pera na lang ang kulang mo. Sabi ko, opo. So, he was willing to give me 350,000 pesos to put up my computer shop. Kaya nakapagsimula ako with six computers, natayo ko siya, and eventually napalago ko siya up to 20 computers. But that's already beside the point. My lesson that I want to share with you is nakapagtayo ako ng computer shop nang wala ako nilalabas sa pera. Laway lang yung puhunan ko at saka syempre oras, time and effort in creating and developing the business plan. I of course, meron na akong minimal cost in doing research, yung pagtawag at pagpunta ko sa mga computer parts suppliers, yung pag sustoko sa mga ibang computer shops to observe how they run the business. So, syempre, may minimal pa rin akong gasos pero very negligible if you think about the actual capital that I needed to put up the business. The second option that you have is to start small and then scale up. Ibig sabihin, pwede mo nang simulan yung business mo pero small version lang or micro version. Kasi hindi pa kompleto yung yung capital na kailangan mo para maging full-blown business siya eh. What you can do is you can probably sell your main product, offer them to friends, neighbors, and your social network. One of the examples that I... One of the true stories that I like sharing is yung kay Steve Tamayo. I'm not sure if you know him, but he's one of the uh, top entrepreneurs in the country. And yung Tamayo Catering, yan, di ba? Isa sa mga sikat ng mga food businesses or catering businesses in the country. Si Steve Tamayo, he was an OFW na naisip niyang magtayo ng food business. And paano siya nagsimula? Nagbebenta siya ng ulam sa mga kapitbahay niya. Nilaku niya yung mga ulam niya sa mga opisina. Doon lang siya nagsimula. Tapos yung kinita niya, iniipon niya, and eventually, nakapagtayo siya ng sarili niyang mini karinderya na naging restaurant na eventually napalago niya into a catering business. And he's one of the most successful uh, food entrepreneurs in the country in recent history. So, start small. Maybe just sell your main product. Kung gusto mo rin magtayo na sarili mong restaurant, tanongin mo yung sarili mo, ano ba yung uh, bestseller ng restaurant ko? Maybe pwede kong ibenta muna yung bestseller ko sa mga kaibigan ko kapag meron silang uh, celebration. Ibenta ko muna sa mga mga ka-opisina ko 
kapag meron din silang celebration sa bahay nila, etc. Tapos syempre, yung kinikita mo doon, iniipon mo yon kasi yun yung gagamitin mong capital para mapalago yung negosyo mo. On the side of services naman, you can also do that. You can be a freelancer, explore the skills market and offer your services. Meron akong kaibigan na nagsimula bilang isang freelance writer. So, naghahanap lang siya ng racket noon. Uh, nag- nagtatrabaho siya sa opisina pero naghahanap siya ng extra income and sinabi ko sa kanya, subukan mo, magsim- subukan mo magsulat online. And as a freelance writer, napansin niya na maraming mga clients eh, na gusto niyang itake, gusto niyang kunin. So, ang ginawa niya, slowly but surely, naghanap siya ng ibang freelance writers, tinrain niya, and then after around four years, nakapagtayo siya ng sarili niyang freelance writing agency. From a simple freelancing career, napalago niya into a freelancing business yung ginagawa niya. Ngayon, hindi na siya nagsusulat as a freelance writer. He, she is busy managing the agency that she created. At malaki-laki na, I think she has more than 20 writers already. And she's catering to a lot of foreign companies in creating content for them, in creating articles for them. So definitely, kung ikaw ay, sabihin na natin, ikaw ay isang accountant sa isang company, gusto mo magtayo ng sarili mo accounting firm, then why not start with being a freelancer? Maghanap ka muna ng mga sarili mong kliyente and then kapag dumadami na siya, then you can probably work or hire other accountants and then kapag nakapag-ipon ka na, then you can definitely put up your own accounting firm. This is actually the experience that me and Renzi had. We were independent individual financial planners and we partnered with other financial planners since we already have our pool of clients and that's how we put up wealth archy so hindi siya nagsimula na ay magtayo tayo ng financial planning firm it was born out of kwentuhan na ang dami mong kliyente ang dami kong kliyente tapos yung ibang mga kaibigan natin ganun din bakit hindi tayo mag tulong-tulong put up our own business so from our freelancing and consultancy activities we were able to put up our own business and we did not really have to put out a lot of money anymore because when we started getting new clients, yung kinikita namin doon, yun na rin yung ginamit namin capital to put out the company. Another option that you can do if you want to start small is to partner and collaborate with other businesses. Approach other businesses and have consignment deals. Meron akong kaibigan na gusto niya magtayo ng isang t-shirt business so, nagsimula siya sa bahay, nagpiprint siya. Tapos, nilalapitan niya yung mga nagbabazar. Sabi niya, sinasabihan niya na pwede ko po bang ibenta itong mga t-shirts ko dito sa stall ninyo. 50-50 na lang po tayo sa profit. So, again, nagsimula siya ng maliit. And through consignment deals, nakapag-ipon siya ng pera kung saan nakabili na siya ng equipment niya. Mas marami siya equipment, so mas malaki na yung kanyang production. And nakahanap na rin siya bigla ng sales na pwedeng i-offer yung t-shirt printing design services niya. Ang tinarget niya nun, mga, mga college organizations, eh, yung mga org shirts, in offer niya. 
So, tuloy-tuloy lang siya, slowly but surely, napalago niya yung t-shirt printing business niya. And ngayon, malaki-laki na rin yung kanyang uh, negosyo at hindi niya na kailangan makipag-consignment kasi meron na siyang regular stream of customers na ito yung sineservice niya ng mga produkto niya. So basically, what I'm trying to say is you can launch a micro-business, a micro-version of your business. Open a smaller version of your planned business and start from there. The key is progression, not perfection. Hindi mo kailangan gawin yung dream business mo kagad. Make it your goal. Ask yourself, ano yung pinakasimpleng version ng dream business ko? And probably, dun ka magsimula. Winners find ways to win. Para sa akin, napakaganda tong quote na to. Because if you want to win in life, if you want to win financially, if you want to win in business, you have to have this mindset. Winners find ways to win. They don't make excuses. They show up every day. Marami akong kilala, gusto magnegosyo, pero ang daming excuse. Walang pera, walang oras, hindi daw nila alam kung paano sisimulan. But you have to show up every day. Ibig sabihin, you can always do something small, take baby steps every day, and before you know it, makikita mo ang layo na narating mo. So don't make excuses. Create your business plan. Conceptualize. Sit down. Do some deep thinking. Plan your business. And I'm very sure you will be able to put it up. Winners find ways to win. They don't let obstacles stop them. Difficult doesn't mean impossible. Mahirap magnegosyo, totoo yan. Kasi kung madali magnegosyo, lahat tayo negosyante. It is expected na mahirap siya, pero hindi siya imposible. So always tell yourself kapag nahihirapan ka na, this is expected and I can do this. I can overcome these obstacles. Lastly, they're not afraid to fail. Sabi ko sa inyo kanina, sa lahat ng tinayo kong negosyo, mas maraming nag-fail kesa sa nag-succeed. Mas marami akong negosyo na nalugi kesa dun sa mga kumita. Pero, yung kinita ko dun sa mga businesses ko na nag-succeed, na-surpass niya yung pera na nalugi sa mga businesses ko na nag-fail. The important thing is, You learn the lesson and you fail forward. Pag-aralan ninyo, ano ba yung nangyari? Bakit nag-fail yung business ko? Ano yung mali na ginawa ko? And then, try not to repeat that in your next business. So winners, find ways to win. Always remember that. That's the end of our episode. Thank you for listening. Kung may natutunan kay today, then please click the follow button for the 80%. At i-invite nyo na rin ang mga friends nyo to listen to our podcast. For comments and suggestions, you can go and visit our official website, the80percentpodcast.com. This is Fitz Villafuerte. See you again in our next episode. Goodbye 
Take care and stay safe. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50% to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.